Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Non-bowling is more than just a game. There's no talking on the green. Welcome to Without Bias with Sam Hargraves. Welcome to Without Bias on SEN. Sam Hargraves here with you and as we delve in to the wonderful world of lawn bowls for another week. Plenty happening. We've got a very big show coming your way. This man is in contention for the International Male Bowler of the Year. He will collect Australia's Male Bowler of the Year. A little later on in the show, we will catch up with BCIB Australian Jackaroo Aaron Sheriff. So great to have the Sheriff in town for that one. Uh, but up first, this man's no stranger to winning plenty of awards on the green stuff. He's a former Australian international bronze medalist at the 2014 Commonwealth Games. He operates down at the Ocean Grove Bowling Club and he still represents his state with pride and he'll represent the Melbourne Roys in the Bowls Premier League, which gets going in November up at Pine Rivers, Queensland, November 12th to 15th. Uh, Matthew Flapper has been good enough to jump on. G'day, Matt. How are you, Sam? Thanks, uh, thanks for the invite, mate. No, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. Um, take us through your sort of bowling life now. Your, your international playing days are over, but you've turned to coaching in recent years. Yeah, um, about 18 months to two years ago, um, I got involved with the Victorian under-18 um, state side, so as their, as their head coach. And, um, yeah, really really enjoying the role now and uh, my opportunity to give a bit back to the under-18s and sort of guide them um, towards the same goals that I was able to achieve as, a, uh, as an Australian representative. Well, the best young bowlers in the country are all converging on my hometown of Bendigo next week for the under-18 championships, and you're overseeing the Victorian squad. Just take us through some of the rich young talent that we can be excited to see on display at the uh, the under-18s. Yeah, well, we're fortunate enough, um, probably the gun under-18 male bowler would be Jared Davies, um, who resides out of the Essendon Bowlers Club. I think he's might have just moved across to Glenroy Bowlers Club. Yep. But um, Jared's last sort of 12 to 18 months has been phenomenal. Really, really stepped up and uh, dominated under 18 bowls. And probably for the girls, Kira Burke, who uh, is formerly a Victorian. And uh, now wearing the Roan uniform, which uh, makes her the enemy. But uh, Kira has been dominant as well at under 18 level. And uh, probably those two going to the event next week certainly is the players to watch. We've had Kira on this show before, and, and she's an out-and-out out superstar. So absolutely one to watch next week in Bendigo. Uh, Victoria, the defending overall and boys' champions at the event. Queensland, obviously, the defending champions, and will be even tougher to beat with Kira on the scene. So do you feel the extra pressure to make sure you're going in to defend your title but also try and claim the others that are on offer? Oh, look, I guess you know, last year was the first time, I think it was about 28 years, that... Victoria reigned supreme over overall trophy winners, and um, you know, which was a great result for the Victorians. And uh, just looking at the ten players that competed last year, there's a rotation of five that you know are now ineligible, too old. So um, five more come into the equation. So it's basically a new event. You know, you you finish one, and just that rotation of you know you get to 18, and you 
you're out of the under um, under 18 category and you move on to the next sort of stage. So the rotation's always there. So five new ones get a taste this year, and yeah, you know, we just treat that as it's a new event. Yeah, we we come in as defending champions, but um, you know each in their own right. Uh, New South Wales will be pretty tough. Queensland, as you said, with Kira on board, she becomes the enemy. But um, I'm pretty sure that the Vicks will, will arrive in Bendigo with uh, with a bit of purpose and pretty keen to to carry that flag once again, mate. The event has been considered a, a bit of a launching pad for the careers of a heap of our BCIB Aussie Jackaroos. Many have cut their teeth in this event. Just uh, wheel off some of the names that have performed well at this over the years and have gone on to bigger and better things. Well, I think if you had a look at the current Australian squad, you talk of Aaron Wilson, um, I would say Benny Twist, probably Queensland or New South, whichever one he, he was in. I know he's represented both states, but uh, Aaron Sheriff, Aaron Tees for New South Wales, like the cream of of uh, Australian bowls at the moment, um, have all come through the under-18 ranks, and it, it stems back a number of years. I first had my taste at Australian under-18 championships back in the day, mate, which is uh, seems like a... A long time ago now, but, you know, everyone that's been in that path since, you know, has probably gone on to green and gold. Well, you can get all the event details at bowls.com.au on the events page. It's the Australian National Under-18 Championships. The Victorian squad coach, Matthew Flapper, has been good enough to join us, former Australian international bronze medalist at the 2014 Com Games. Uh, before we get to your return to bowls, Matty, um, your fondest memories from your days representing Australia, what would stand out for you? Oh, look, just the first opportunity, I suppose, the, the nod that um, you got from the head coach that you were going to represent Australia and uh, don't get to don the shirt. You know, that was, I was sitting at my desk at work and uh, when the phone call came through, and it was just an amazing feeling, you know, and obviously I went through a, a bit of a stage where a lot of hard work and, um, you know, preparation went into it and, you know, to finally get that reward was, was exciting, but, uh, you know, to... To cap it all off, to, to be able to uh, compete in a Commonwealth Games, the pinnacle of the sport, and you know just to uh, to mingle with so many amazing athletes that uh, you know you sit home generally on the couch at home or watch on telly, but uh, you know to be part of that, to be in that atmosphere of uh, Commonwealth Games Village, and it was just yeah another planet, mate. Now, you are making a return to competitive lawn bowls. You were competing for the Melbourne Roys in the early days of the BPL. This is the Bowls Premier League, like the big bash cricket of lawn bowls. You represented the Roys in BPL 1, 2 and 3. So it's been a little while between Bowls Premier League tournaments for you, Matty Lester, but uh, Matty Flapper, sorry, but you are coming back in a big way and you'll be part of the Roys again for BPL 10. Yeah, a bit of a surprise. That, um, I was actually approached... Um, and I'd like to give them a shout-out shout out to uh, Perth, Perth Suns. Um, and they showed a bit of interest in actually getting my uh, services to play for them. And um, it was probably a late late sort of minute uh, phone call that led to back in the colours of the Melbourne Roys. And um, I sort of had to ditch the Perth, Perth offer. Um, but it just made sense that um, once... Once Melbourne Roy's had contacted me that, uh, you know, I'd be reunited with them and, and play for the team that I represented for three years. So really looking forward to it. Um, like like you said, at uh, the first three and, you know, it was a great event. And then uh, the rules were changed a little bit. And we had a pretty pretty good side back then with Dylan Fisher and Aaron Wilson. And then uh, it was mandatory that a female participant would come into each team and it, 
it just made sense back then that Aaron and, and Dylan, the young guns, the two superstars, would uh, continue playing and I'd take the back step. So to get the call up, mate, yeah, yeah, pretty exciting. The man you're replacing, Barry Lester, which is why I stuffed your name up just a little earlier. Uh, big shoes He's to fill. He's always wanted to be me. It's okay. Oh, is that right? Oh, I like it. I like it. Um, you're going to be replacing Barry Lester, who's joining the new Melbourne Pulse team. So it was probably big shoes to fill when he stepped in uh, and some big shoes to fill for you as well. But I'm sure, as you said, given that you reckon he wanted to be like you, that you'll be able to cover Barry Lester quite easily. Uh, we'll be right. Um, obviously, two other talented players in Carla and uh, Aaron, Aaron Wilson, and um, I'm happily, uh, I'll happily just sit on the sidelines, egging them on, and I might just come on and play the required amount of bowls that I need to. But let them do all the hard yards, and I'll just sit back as the old boy of the team and and watch them shine. When the t- this tournament came in, and it was all about trying to develop a new and exciting and fast-paced style of lawn bowls. Back in BPL one, did you even envisage back then that this tournament would go on to to, to come back a, another ten times and continue to grow with new teams coming in um, and you know new fans coming in? I think um, I think for the sport it was it was perfect timing and obviously um, to get that event now out to the clubs at, at grassroots level and um, you know seeing clubs evolve with that type of format and then BPL Cups and so forth. Um, it's, you know, it's the way that bowls needed to be to be exposed to the general public and, um, you know, I think for viewers to just tune in and, and watch the event, um, each day that progresses throughout the event, it gets more exciting and it's just a good style of bowls to watch on television and then, you know, throw in the UBC now with, with Mark Casey at the helm and the two of them, BPL, UBC, it's just, it's that brand, it's you know, the next generation of bowls that's pushing uh, pushing the sport, which is terrific. Well, it's great to have you back involved, Matty Flapper. You're going to be in action for the Melbourne Roys. It's BPL 10, November 12th to 15th at Club Pine Rivers in Brisbane. The day sessions start from 10.30am and then the night sessions from 5pm and that's when it really uh, sort of heats up and action gets fever pitched and the crowd build and, and really do enjoy themselves. The Friday, finals are on the Friday night. All the information at bowls.com.au. Matty Flapper, the coach of the Victorian under-18s. Good luck next week up in Bendigo with your squad. Hope it's a successful tournament. Thanks very much, Sam. Appreciate the time. And uh, for any all the all the Vicks out there that uh, around the Bendigo area, make sure you call in next week. Um, Bendigo Bowls Club and cheer on the kids, mate. Absolutely. All the information, bowls.com.au on the events page. Big thanks to Matty Flapper. You're listening to Without Bias, our dedicated lawn bowl show on SEN. Coming up next, the bloke that's in contention to be crowned the international male bowler of the year, Aaron Sheriff. The sheriff is in town. He'll join us next on Without Bias, SEN. From the white outdoors to the great indoors, this is Without Bias with Sam Hargraves. Welcome back to Without Bias on SEN, our dedicated lawn bowl show. It's great to have this man as our next special guest. He's in the running along with Barry Lester to be the International Male Bowler of the Year. Just let that sink in for you. This game is played in over 60 countries uh, around the world and Aaron Sheriff is in the running to be the Male Bowler of the Year. One of our BCIB Australian Jackaroos 
He uh, has had gold medal coming out of his you-know-what all through the year. He's had wins in the triples and the fours at the 2019 Asia Pacific Championships. He's no stranger to the award, having won it four times since 2012. Aaron Sheriff. The Sheriff is in town. He's been good enough to join us on the line. Hello, Aaron. Great to have your company on Without Bias. No worries. Thanks for, uh, thanks for the phone call. Hey, um, how does that sort of sit with you back in contention again? You're no stranger to the award, as I just said, but it must be an incredible honour to be nominated again to be the International Male Bowler of the Year. Yeah, yeah, I, I really, um, you know, love this award. It's it's voted on by your peers, so, uh, you know, to, to be recognised by your teammates, um, you know, to be in the, the top two uh, males for, for throughout the year for representing Australia is, uh, is obviously a huge honour and, um, yeah, looking forward to the, the awards night on uh, 30th of October. It's the day after my birthday, so uh, hopefully um, there's a, a late birthday present for me. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know, you're also going to collect the Male Bowler of the Year award. It's the second time you've won that, having finished the rankings of the calendar year as Australia's number one ranked bowler. So it's it's been an incredibly successful year for you. Where does it rank for you over the, the course of your incredible career? Um, yeah, I guess, uh, look, it's been a, um, an up and down year for me, I suppose, um, you know, changing, um, uh, manufacturers from Aero, um, to now Hensolite, uh, you know, over Christmas, um, you know, was, um, oh, you know, look, it was unexpected, but it was, uh, you know, a good switch in the end, um, took me a, a couple of months just to, to get a grip on, um, on that. And then, um, you know, so I suppose to finish the calendar year off. Uh, the way I did um, in June with a Australian Open pairs and singles victory and um, then to go through the Asia Pacifics undefeated and win uh, gold in the triples and fours. Um, yeah, probably I would have to say uh, be up there with, um, if not the best uh, month of bowls that I've ever had in my uh, my career. So, uh, yeah, look, um, you know, the last last 12 months has been pretty pretty awesome and um, yeah, had a lot of good results and I've had some um, form slumps, I suppose, in that period of time too. But, um, you know, to finish the finish the season the way I did and, and end up number one, um, yeah, fairly proud of myself for that. What do you do to get yourself out of a, a form slump, Aaron Sheriff? What is there? Do you have to step away for a little while? Do you just sort of knuckle down and work harder through it? What's your, I suppose, what's your technique for sort of getting you out of, as you say, a form slump? Yeah, um, I, I suppose each each one's different. Um, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, I'm playing uh, that much that, you know, uh, you sort of string maybe two or three months together where you've, you're not getting a lot of time off. So, you know, maybe just being burnt out a little bit might um, be the reason for your form slump. So, uh, you know, getting away from it and, and, you know, just chilling out and having some family time and stuff away from bowls is, uh, is a good one. Um, you know, then sometimes, it, it, you know, when I say form slump, it could be, a certain part of my game that I'm not really happy with, so you know, getting out there and practicing it and getting building that confidence up in that area of my game, um, you know, that's probably um, you know another another way of looking at it. But I think you know, for my my form slump, um, when I say form slump, just just a lack of confidence, I suppose, um, at the time, and um, you know, just got myself a, a, a wider set of bowls. I, I played against a friend of mine um, a couple of times throughout the year and uh, really liked the line of his bowl. So um, heading into the Australian Open singles, I, I asked him if it would be all right if I could borrow his set. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, he wasn't playing in the singles. So I 
um, picked up his set Saturday morning and, and drove to Broadbeach. And, um, you know, the first time I used him was, was the first uh, knockout game of the of the AO single. So, um, you know, sometimes it's just a, a change of equipment or, a, you know, just a fresh start like that that, uh, that can maybe just uh, kick you back into gear and make you think about things a little bit, you know, I suppose. Having played for so long, you you kind of take your form for granted, and when you when you're out of form, you you, you know sometimes it's just looking for a for something different to, to keep your mind ticking. So yeah, that seemed to work for me over the month of June. That just that new set of bowls with me, um, that my, from a mate. It's a pretty big move and a bold one to change your equipment so close to such a major tournament. I know you know like golfers with their putters. It's do you get superstitious about that? Is that is that quite rare to have someone say you know what I'm not happy with what these uh, how these are rolling. I'm gonna. Throw, I'm just going to try something completely different. Is that a common occurrence in lawn bowls, Aaron Sheriff? Uh, I wouldn't say it's a, a common occurrence. Um, you know, I, I, I guess for me personally, it was, um, you know, I suppose it was just more of a, um, you know, what I was what I was doing at that point in time wasn't working. So, you know, why why keep um, you know banging your head up against the wall, so to speak, um, when you know, I could just maybe give, you know, a set of bowls that I've seen um, work really well for a friend of mine and, and just a fresh start for me going into a major tournament like that. You know, it was just, uh, it took my mind off um, the, you know, I suppose the disappointments um, that I'd had previously to that and, and just gave me a, a fresh perspective um, on the game and, and made me really concentrate, I suppose. I'd imagine it would it would actually clear the head and take you right back to basics, wouldn't it? Because you almost have to get relearn what these bowls are going to do. So you, you would actually just strip everything back, wouldn't you, and just go back to sort of very basic in terms of the way that you'd approach it. So you might be onto something. You might want to have lawn bowlers listening to this, Aaron, going, oh, that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to do that next tournament. Um, mate, you're... Um, You've got a pretty busy schedule coming up. Obviously, some big awards nights on the horizon. We've spoken about the Hall of Fame awards night where you're in the running for the International Male Bowler of the Year along with Barry Lester. Um, You're right back in the thick of it for the BPL number 10. You've won three BPL titles uh, with Sydney, 04, 05, 06. And you're going to head back to the Sydney Lions after spending the last couple of years at the Gold Coast Hawks. Uh, How big is that for you to, to be heading back home? Yeah, yeah. No, look, I um, had a had a blast in the, the couple of BPLs I got to play with Gold Coast, but unfortunately, um, you know, they uh, they didn't um, you know didn't want to enter, enter back in this year. Um, hopefully, you know, down the future, um, you know, we're in a position at the Hawks to to have another crack. But yeah, it gave me an opportunity to head back to Sydney, where uh, we've been super successful. So um, got the old firm back together with um, with Kaz and and Twisty and Glass. So um, yeah, not to mention, you know, the support crew um, from Mount Lewis who, you know, headed up with Freddie Ayub and, and um, you know, all the Mount Lewis boys that get up there and, and obviously with BCIB, huge supporters of um, bowls in Australia. So, yeah, just, um, you know, really looking forward to to getting back into it, having a bit of fun. You know, the, the BPL is all about showcasing, you know, the fun side of our sport and, and not being too serious with it all. And, um, you know, um, I guess that's where I play my best bowl. So, um, I suppose, hence the reason I've had a had a little bit of success there. So, yeah, just l- looking forward to getting to the fun atmosphere and, and getting amongst the crowd and having a good time and, um, you yeah, know, having a lot of fun. 
Has anybody came out to the music when they're playing you, I Shot the Sheriff, as like a way to try and intimidate you? and uh, and get, Or do you come out to that just to try and own that song? What Have you have you ever sort of tried to play on your, the, the sheriff in your name in terms of, I'm, I'm sure everyone would call you that for a nickname, but in terms of the music that you would use to come out to? Yeah, look, uh, to be honest with you, I've heard that so many times and, and I've had that many people come <laughs> up to me and and said, oh, who shot the sheriff and things like that, that it's probably one of those things that really annoys me right now. Um, I'm glad I brought it I probably up. Shouldn't, I probably shouldn't say it now because everyone does it. Up. Every time I walk into Broadbeach, the boys there stitch me up with their, uh, you know, putting the song straight on. So, yep. Uh, yep. yeah, they know it uh, riles me up. But, um, you know, I know it's all in good fun and, and it's, uh, you know, an easy um a way to associate my name with something that uh, the people would know. So, um, yeah, I prefer Omar uh, as a nickname. But um, All yeah, right, the, yeah, no, the, I like that, Omar Sharif. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, so that's what I get more often than not. And I don't actually, more, you know, people probably don't even know my name's Aaron anyway, so I just get Omar all the time now, which I like. Fair enough. Uh, you, you've never decided to play up to it and just come out with, you know, the, the toy six-shooters and maybe a sheriff's badge and a, and a, a cowboy hat. Come out to that, uh, the good, the bad, the ugly music, the, you know, the, <laughs> you could, yeah. you could do a whole, yeah. this could be a whole dramatic entrance for you. Yeah, it could, it could, could be something <laughs> that we could, uh, that we could work on for later down the, uh, later down the track. All right. Well, my people will talk to your people. Um, Aaron Sheriff, Sounds it's good. always, a, always a pleasure to have you on a uh, good friend of the show. Uh, good luck to October 30th, the, um, Australian Hall of Fame Awards Night. You're in the running for International Male Bowler of the Year. You are our Male Bowler of the Year, having finished the rankings calendar year as Australia's number one ranked bowler. So congratulations on that. Good luck on the awards night and great to see you back in action um, at BPL 10, which is November 12th to 15th at Club Pine Rivers in Brizzy. All the information at bowls.com.au. Aaron Sheriff, one of our best. Always a pleasure, mate. Thanks for being on Without Bias. Not a problem, thank you. How good is that to catch up with the sheriff or Omar, as he likes to be called? We'll have to remember that for next time. Hey, uh, if you missed it, on the latest episode of The Bowl Show that airs every Sunday at 3pm on SBS, Jack Heverin spoke to dual Commonwealth Games gold medalist Carla Krasanich. Now, uh, Carla is an incredibly successful international lawn bowler, but this chat was all about her passion that lies with her work at local level, so helping to develop players of all ages and skill levels at the Sunbury Bowling Club. So if you missed it, you can watch her story now, and it's all thanks to Tobin Brothers Celebrating Lives. Hashtag say it now. Head to bowls.com.au, our Forever Young segment, all for Tobin Brothers Funeral, celebrating bowlers' lives every day. Don't forget to visit tobinbrothers.com.au for their bowls membership offer. That's it for another week of Without Bias. Thank you so much for your company. If you missed any of the show, the podcast will be up at sen.com.au. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.